This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflective. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with, with a, a drinking drink. problem. Hi, everybody. Welcome Hello. to the show. Mm-hmm. It's a fabulous Monday for you. What are you drinking, Brian? Yeah, oh, since we just asking. heard you gulp. <laughs> I'm drinking, shout out to the local Hotstatters, Rock and Rye Slow and Low, the uh, famous rye old-fashioned first bottled cocktail. It's like a old-fashioned in, in a, a bottle. bottle. Which is what Brian said to me earlier. That sounds like a really amazing Father's Day gift. It is an amazing Father's Aww. Day gift that I got from um, my friend over here. <laughs> it's very good. From your four-year-old daughter. Locally made in Kensington. No, she got him a water Everybody balloon filler that can fill up 100 water balloons in 60 seconds. Ah, oh, that seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah she picked it up that. from the store. <laughs> and then she popped all the 100 balloons in 60 seconds. Because <laughs> all of our listeners care about our daughter. What are we you do. ladies drinking? Anywho, we are drinking a bottle of rosé. Totes. It's awesome. Well, all right then. The huge. It's the hot. Huge. It's East Coast humid hot. If you don't live here, you don't know. Don't try to complain like your city's hot. Yeah, it's not. Sorry, I listened to a podcast today from California. They're like, it's 110 degrees. I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah, because it's not humid. You're not drinking the air. (laughs) But you know what I am drinking? (laughs) Rosé. Only way to cope, rosé all day. (laughs) Tell us what we're talking about. Everything. Oh, everything. Everything is everything. Isn't that a song? I don't know. Okay. But this podcast is everything. This podcast is everything. If you need a tweet to tweet about this podcast, you should just say, Drink Drunk Drunk is everything. At Drunk Word Nerds are everything. <laughs> so there was a article in the New York Times, an article in the New York Times titled, How Everything became the highest form of praise we've all seen it around it's i would like to point out in true new york times fashion this piece is coming out about two years after right everything became everything that's a good point (laughs) but that's why we love the new york times or you know they'll report on it eventually they need to really do the research so they don't just report on anything they report on everything oh snap Anyway, this article says Morgan, so I did my whole highlighting the parts I wanted to say. Morgan was like, can you please say this part, which I had unhighlighted, I highlighted it, then I unhighlighted it, whatever, boring. Brian will probably cut this out, but uh, it says, 
Is it an exaggeration to claim that Americans have a genius for overstatement? You can hear it in the mm-hmm. high-minded bombast of our country's founding documents. It echoes in the boasts of poets. From Walt Whitman, I contain multitudes, to Jay-Z. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> also, career <laughs> rapper. <laughs> I'll be a rapper soon. Or a poet. Uh, so anyway, obviously. But it's so true. It's the American pastime is to over-exaggerate and over-simplify everything. Yeah. Take a look at your politics, people. Yeah. It's 101, American way of speaking. So as all you, as all of you who are listening probably know, it's just been this huge trend, especially on social, that like the word everything just means nothing. <laughs> Well, nothing. <laughs> it's meant to mean this is so awesome. I love this so much. Amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, however you would replace that, everyone's just saying It's almost everything. shorthand for saying, you know, like, this podcast is everything I ever wanted to hear yeah. about grammar, whatever, whatever. But you're cutting it all out and you're just saying this podcast is everything. So the article says this Gift, the gift and curse of American hyperbole, truthful and otherwise, has lately been distilled in a single omnipresent word. In 2016, everything is everything. That's what the internet is telling us, at least. Capital I, internet. Interesting, New York Times. Just for a note. Or yelling at us in capital letters with blaring hashtags attached. Um, on social media feeds in blog head- and in blog headlines, the profusion of everything spins the head. This tiny pig dancing in the grass is everything. A rustic cab- <laughs> cabin with a nice porch is everything. This cream cheese filled everything croissant is everything. everything. Yep. So... You know, they get into, you know, when it came about, 14th century, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> it's a pronoun denoting all that exists more co- more colloquially. It describes the current situation, the general thrust of things. How's everything? Um, it can never be fully described or inventoried. Everything is a fudge word we use to apply to the unknowable. So it's always been. Yeah. It's never actually meant everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can never mean everything because yeah. it's Im- it's impossible, basically. It's it's being omnipresent. It's being greater yeah. than. You can't they talk ever about be everything. everything happens for a reason. Everything you need to know about gardening. My husband is everything yes, to I me. Yes, I love that one. Yeah. My husband, yeah. like, you know, what the wedding vows, like, you are everything to me. And it's like, nope, er, wrong. Yeah. They say the formulation is not pumpkin spice latte is everything you want in a seasonal novelty beverage. It is <laughs> pumpkin spice latte is everything. Full stop. No questions asked. No no doubt. And everybody so, knows what you mean by that. And every, when I say everybody, I mean, mean everybody. everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like really interesting because this is everywhere. Even I've started doing it, which means that yeah. it is everywhere. Yeah. So I like will post something and just be like, everything. Yep. And that's it. Just one word. And that's all I need to say. And it's- There's several uh, Mariah Carey related things uh-huh. that I've posted to your wall with the caption, everything. Yeah. You can probably just look on my Facebook wall and every, every post says everything, everything. for yeah. Morgan. Yeah. 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 And which, my posts. Oh, you know what? I should, uh, I should tweet to her. That should be the name of her next album. Isn't that a perfect Mariah thing? Everything. 
I think you just won her business as yeah. a PR client because like that's exactly that's, what she's all about. Yeah, that's her goal. Everything. That's what she strives to be. She is everything. She is. Oh god. And will be forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyway, so for everyone, for all the millennials out there who think that they've invented everything, Mm-mm. guess what? Think again. According to this article, internet one-upsmanship is definitely 21st century art form, but everything carries a hint of yesteryear, a whiff of the hot air that once swirled through medicine show tents and carnival grounds. It harks- Carnies! Yeah. Morgan loves carnies. It harks back to Barnum, who promoted his traveling circus not with the modesty hedged uh wait not with the modestly hedged hucksterism that was previously the norm but with reckless outrageous claims the greatest show on earth without a rival recognizing no equal and regarding no opposition a perfect exhibition vast in its (laughs) proportions the acme of the acme if you're in philly Mm -hmm. of refined elegance and best in all things. That's a damn good advertisement. Oh, God. So good. So this is not new, millennials. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if you want an example of a 2016 user of exaggerated hyperbole that defines everything, I steer you towards Mr. Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, almost all politicians have to go. Oh, all of them go over and above. I do agree. But he's the king of this. Uh, Even in his books, even before he, you know, even before he was running for office, just in in the way that he speaks, uh, he is, he's the master of this. And this article is not saying that this is a bad thing. It's just saying, like, it ends with saying, basically, that sometimes it's, it is what you need to say. So it says, these days, the sublime can ambush you at unlikely moments in odd places. Dot, dot, dot. This vine, that gif, jif, those tiny pigs dancing in the grass, <laughs> they, they may have the power to obliterate the world for a minute or two. That might not be everything, but it's not nothing. Mm. Poetry. Sometimes everything is everything. Thanks, NYT. So I think that's a a great, you know, article. We'll post it um, just about this uh, phenomenon of everything being everything. But oh, and by the way, in case you listened two weeks ago and you're having a little nervous energy, everything is one word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. All right. What the next topic be, yo? So if you thought everything was hyperbolic, I've got a new topic for you. Tell me. And it is about so. And it is so interesting. So tell me about it, stud. That was just so creepy. (laughs) Wait, that's uh, from Greece. Okay. Sorry, everyone. She doesn't say so, though. I added that. Okay. Well, <laughs> this was a dead spin article by Hannah Kaiser. And she titled it, There Should Be a So, S O O, for Expressing Emphasis. Interesting. And there's a graphic where it says S O O, 
and it has the little brackets where you would see in a dictionary uh, the pronunciation S-O-H, adjective meaning very or extremely. And Hannah says, when I want to express emphasis, I write so, S-O-O, instead of so. And even if no one else thinks this should be generally adopted, I think I'm right and they're wrong. (laughs) So she knows that this is, that she's one, she's a black sheep here. This is not a, one of these language movements that we talk about that everybody is championing, but not going to lie. She has some good points. Consider the following sentence. I'm going to send Hannah an email so she knows that I find this blog so insufferable. The first so expresses causation. The second expresses intensity. These are different words. They just look the same. So what? Homographs are a characteristic quirk of the English language. This is true. But we have homonyms like two and two. T-O-T-O-O. But they mean different things. Exactly. Could she just italicize the second so? She could. That's a good point. Like a normal Graham. person. That's a good point. Thank you. My first. So Except she, she asked, can't do that in text. That's one thing. Oh, mm. you know what? I have those issues in text. Yeah. I would maybe capitalize. Okay. All caps, you mean? All caps. Yeah. So, it's but then, you, th- then, then you think like significant other. I don't, I don't think that. Oh. That's a good point. Some people do do SO as significant other. She says she asked author and linguist Arika or Kent if I was at all justified in my so versus so. And she cautioned that linguists don't really concern themselves with how language should be, just how it actually (laughs) is. Uh, So she explained, is a new spelling variant arising naturally to separate out one of the senses of so Oh my God, there are eight main ones categorized. Eight so definitions? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That is what happened with two and two. They both come from the same word, but the two sense got its spelling in the 16th century. T-O-O got its spelling in the 16th century. Same with off and of. They were the same word until they weren't because it was confusing because they meant different things, but they were spelled the same. Okay. So I'm mean, in this case, she's saying so and so mean different things. So she's not saying that sometimes I can be like I'm so bored, and sometimes I can be like I'm so bored. No, she can also pick a better word to use. <laughs> Isn't there another she's word? She's saying, "Can we just just finish this real quick before we rail into her?" Let me just. <laughs> um, she's saying, "Yeah, there is a word so." That is means causation, and then there was a the word so. I see. That means very extremely. Now, so you know what that just did. You know what that explanation just did, Morgan. Hmm. Changed my mind. Really? Because honestly, I mean, I don't. I think that it's obvious how people use it. That yeah. you should. So at first, though, when I saw the headline of this article and did not read anything about it, I thought that she meant that if you're really dramatic about something, okay, okay, okay. you should be putting multiple O's on it. Uh, but I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but now that she's saying that, oh, because they mean different Dif- things. Yeah. That's but a really good point. do we need point. another adverb? Mm, this guy. Yeah. This guy. I listened to the last episode about <laughs> adverbs. I know now. Yeah. So I mean, she knows she's she's fighting an unpopular fight here, but she's uh she's doing it nonetheless. She's just saying 
And there's historical precedence. Who knew that off and of used to be spelled the same way? Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. That blows my mind. But exactly. Somebody changed the spelling and then eventually they changed the pronunciation. Exactly. So I... How many times can we say so in this episode? Because we keep saying so. so. You guys so. say so before every single beginning of every segment. You realize that, right? Brian tells us this all the time. He's trying to tell us to stop saying so. Um, so you suck. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of agree with her now. Now she likes it. Sorry, everyone. What's this? What's this woman's name? Hannah. Hannah. Kaiser. K E Y S E R. Not like the role. Linda. Oh, she's got. Yeah, she's got one more. Linda's with her. I am. I get it. Well, that was so interesting. <laughs> that is how I will. If it does happen in my lifetime, that is how I will read it, though. Because, like, you can't. It says Sue, though. What? Do you think people who no, read, like, two that. and two were like, T? It does. I typed it out. It says Sue. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be coming to. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my God. Thanks for and inviting me to, the, to your garden party, William Shakespeare. I too will be there. <laughs> oh God! This yeah, is Obama's one of the Shakespeare dorkiest parties I've ever been to. <laughs> All right. God bless America. Oh my God! I'm tearing up. Happy Fourth of July, Linda. You know it's my favorite. I do. My favorite I, day. Is it? Literally do. This is a person the night of her bachelorette party got a posed picture in front of the Liberty Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, in front of her, like outside the building? Did you wait online? Well, outside the building, it was closed because, uh, okay, okay. you know, I had a super normal bachelorette party, so it was after 5 p.m. Yeah, we're going to put it past you to have like a daytime. <laughs> it actually did start in the course. day. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, by the time we got to Liberty Bell, it was closed, and that was maybe the highlight of my bachelor party. <laughs> Other highlights included talking to random dudes at a dance party about, like, why the library is important. <laughs> <laughs> weird other stuff that happened at my bachelorette party that made me be like, I better get fucking married soon because this TikTok, is TikTok. not going anywhere fast. <laughs> so, so Linda loves America. Oh, God. Today, or whenever you're listening to this, is July 4. Yeah. It's a big day. This is the day... When that the Lord hath made, <laughs> let us rejoice and be glad. <laughs> and you know what? It's like <sighs> I interrupt you. Apologies to all of our Canadian listeners, which we have many, <laughs> and anyone outside of America. People know what July Fourth is. But they don't care. But this is a grammar issue, okay. and Continue. and I'm even sorry. if it you live, in a even minute. if you live in some shitty other country, you probably have to write about Fourth of July because it matters. It's all of our international listeners gone. No, because they understand. You know what we did on the Fourth of July? We Barbecue. not just a country, but as a we like kicked those wig-haired British people uh, in the fuck face. Those Brits. Yeah, Brits mm-hmm. are the worst. Sorry, Morgan's half family. <laughs> Whatever they know it. We've been here for like two weeks. I'm just kidding. We can go home. Now. Um, but like just kidding. Love you guys. 
I'm just saying, it's like, it is an unbelievable holiday because it's like a bunch of people who like got together that had no business sort of being like, yeah, we can start a country. That's not that hard. It's literally like probably Brian Morgan and I like spent more time talking about like how to start a podcast. It was legit a bunch of drunk dudes. (laughs) Legit a bunch of drunk dudes. Oh my God. Our country could be called drink, drank, drunk right now because that is how they decided on this country. Yeah. But they were like phenomenally smart and like us. Well, okay. But ahead of their time (laughs) and like they knew, like they knew what they were, they had these ideals. I just can't even tell you guys living in Philadelphia, (laughs) being part of this, it's like that independent streak, I have to say, has survived through the ages and it is like we still see it today you still see the like no i'm not gonna do it that way i'm gonna do it my way i'm gonna i'm gonna like it is like i can't even i can't even about the democracy that happened here it was invented here and was like uh formed the greatest country in the world long live america oh jesus i can't even Anyway, all right. So, how do you guys spell Fourth of July? <laughs> uh, do you right. do it after you stop crying? Do you do it four T H, or do you do it F O U R T H? Well, everyone stop listening, so I don't think it matters. <laughs> come back, come back, come back, guys. All right, so I do spell it out because you, you of do my F-O-R? yeah, because of my belief in the. Like spelling out one through nine. Okay. Is there an AP thing or it, are they Probably. just up in the I air didn't on look this? Look it up because I'm terribly I prepared. That was a rule that you always spell out. Well, one that's a nine. that's a no, rule. You don't spell out one through nine. Yes, you, you do, do spell, spell out spell one through out. nine. One through nine, but like, um, they might have a special a special thing for Fourth of July. I'm not sure, or July Fourth or whatever. What do you do, Morgan? Literally never thought about it till now. Uh, I probably do 4TH because that just seems natural. But now I'm trying... To superscript? I mean, it depends if the application I'm using automatically superscripts it. <laughs> I'm not going back into superscript. How okay. often do you write it? Either of you. Well, in my previous line of work, oh, I, I wrote it kind of, of often. Yeah. But now not that much, but I still think about it in my personal... How often do you think about it? Kind of often. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find some it. examples from the real world. And not it's... the uh, bizarre world that Linda lives in, filled of whales and independence. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I just love our country. Sorry, traitor. According to AP Stylebook, fourth. F-O-U-R-T-H of July or July 4th, F-O-U-R-T-H for U.S. Independence Day. Ordinals under 10th are spelled. If listing as a calendar date, July 4, numeral 4. All right, so they spell it out Mm -hmm. either way that you say it. But Mm -hmm. um, interesting. Okay, interesting. Speaking of July 4th, mm-hmm. have you been invited to any 
BBQs, and if so, have you been asked to RSVP? Um, well, embarrassingly, I tell you no and no. <laughs> I've not been invited to any BBQs. Listener Elizabeth wants us to weigh in on the redundancy of saying please before asking for an RSVP. Right. So if you know what the translation is of RSVP, uh, it, yeah. it incorporates the word please. Yeah. Respondez s'il vous plaît is French for please respond. Yeah. So if you're saying, so you're saying, saying please Please respond if you write please, please, please RSVP yeah. by July 4th. So I sort of think yeah, if you're invited to a July 4th party, I guess. Um, but I sort of think that RSVP, those four letters have become like. They mean something else now. Yeah. Yeah. It just means please. Please like, get back to get me back. Yeah. or this person. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I have never in my life begrudged or thought twice about seeing somebody write, please, RSVP. And I've probably done it nine out of the ten times I send invitations, I write, please, RSVP, because I'm trying to be polite because most of the people I know don't speak French, frankly. <laughs> yeah. They also usually don't respond. Most people don't RSVP, you've noticed that. People Depends are kind of douches like that. You definitely have to send a reminder. Like, if it's for a wedding, people probably respond. But if it's for your barbecue, no, people probably don't respond. Maybe you should make it please RSVP. With multiple E's? Yeah. Mm. Z-E? You know what it's like? <laughs> ATM machine. Why? Because ATM stands for, I think, automatic oh. color machine. Machine. Okay, yeah. Oh. You ever that? Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, why are they called Mac machines? Or why are Money they... Access Center. <gasps> okay. I don't know why I know that. I'm, oh my that, God. That right, In college, we used to always be like, I got to tap Mac before well, yeah. we go out. I still say that. <laughs> you say Mac? tap Mac? Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah, it's totally I only yeah. ever said it for four years, and it what? was when I was in college, and it would be like, got to tap Mac. Well, really? When you graduate, I, you know to stop doing that? I yeah. actually know the last time I said it was on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I say Tap Mac. No, I yes. say like get cash or go to the ATM. Not machine. Well, you can say Mac machine, but ATM machine. Mm, no, I don't think I've said Mac since you, 2006. I'm you can do that. <laughs> is Mac a brand name? Like it, Kleenex? It feels like it. I don't know, it does feel like but that's it. a I computer. Think it might be. <laughs> that's a oh, that's a good point. Computer. Yeah. If you I listen to know. episode, early episode about Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. So do we answer? I don't even know what we... Do we answer that non-question? No, I think... I, I don't... I'm fine with saying please RSVP. I really am. I'm fine with it, too. I understand the frustration. But maybe if there is a problem, listen, you should say please Please respond, respond by... Yeah. Yeah. RSVP is a colloquialism that has become, t it's taken on a new meaning. It does yeah. not mean respondez s'il vous plaît because people don't know what that means because yeah. people aren't French. People see that word and they see, get Respond. back to me with an yeah. answer. That's what that means. Accept. Yeah, it's a, it means accept or deny, yes or no. Yeah. Good question. Do people know what RSVP means? Meaning no. Millennials? 
Oh, I'm sure they might, but like when they see it on an invitation, that's not what you think. Yeah. Like if yeah. you say, "Do you know what RSVP stands for?" Yes, they probably know, but like they don't know. Like they don't. They wouldn't see. They wouldn't say. They wouldn't see. Please RSVP and be like, "What? That is. I don't understand why you're asking. Please twice." Like. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Sivu Play. Please. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Merci. We are Merci. so thankful that you tuned in. What she said. You guys listening is everything. Tell us on Twitter. Do you say please RSVP? No one's going to do that. On Twitter, we are at Drunk Word Nerds. Send us your opinion on the so and so we're being so dramatic issue and uh, give us a hashtag what would Ben Franklin do (gasps) 4th of July 4th or 4th I straight up don't know what you guys are talking about (laughs) oh well you weren't listening (laughs) no everything I just don't I don't even know what you're talking about is that a thing God. What? You don't know what everything is? No. <gasps> Brian is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're embarrassing me. I hope you cut this out. This has been a riveting production.